Hello everybody, good to be with you again. So I had a session this week, an awakening session, with a guy who started out by telling me, he said, you know, just before we start, he said, I want you to, to tell you what a comfort your teaching has been to me. And I said, oh really? And he said, yeah. And I asked him why, and he said, because you've taught me that I'm already awake. He spent, said, I spent years and years and years trying to wake up, and you've taught me that I'm already awake. And he said, and I really do believe you. He said, I just don't know what it means. I don't, but so I'm missing it somehow, and that's why I'm coming to you, is that hopefully you can uh, help me to see what I'm missing. And, uh, and, and I did, right? And so that was that. But now, what about you? <laughs> so first off, let me say, if you can afford a session, my God, get a session. <laughs> But this is for those of you who can't or won't, okay? So, it's true that you are already awake, but you don't understand what it is when I say you're already awake. You don't understand who I'm talking to. That was the problem with this guy. You think I'm talking to that unit that's sitting over there in, in, in that chair watching Fred Davis on YouTube. And I'm not. I'm not talking to you at all. I'm talking to you with a capital Y. I'm talking to myself. I'm a talking to awakeness. This is awakeness talking to awakeness. What is awakeness? Awakeness wants to know. <laughs> so it's this, it's the, the capacity by which you know that you are here. That sense, it, it, it's, it's the capacity by which all of this can happen. Let's go with just the consciousness for a moment. In the absence of consciousness, which is this thing that, you know, you know what not consciousness is. If you get knocked on the head with a baseball bat, bam, you go, you're, you're considered to be unconscious. And what does that mean? Well, it's kind of like deep dreamless sleep, isn't it? <clears throat> There's no sense of being. There's no sense. And if there's no sense of being, can there be a sense of world? Can there be a sense of Fred? Can there be a sense of bird or tree or book? No. In the absence of consciousness, what do you got? Nothing. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with nothing. I'm just saying it's just nothing. <laughs> nothing is actually, you know, very high up there in my book. My name's Fred Davis and I have nothing to offer you. <laughs> but that nothing is pretty rich. So there is this consciousness, which is, see, we're talking about this ordinary everyday consciousness. Everyone thinks we're talking about some exotic consciousness. We go to our teacher and we, we, and we project lots of stuff on this person and we believe that they have got an exotic form of consciousness. I don't care who it is, I'm going to tell you, they don't. They can't because there's only one consciousness. It's present here and it's present in the unit that's watching this. 
is present in my dogs. It's present in the birds. It is also what trees and bushes and rocks are made out of, but I don't understand. We can't see it on that level. We can't understand it. It's all way too slow for us to really get our mitts on. But consciousness is, you could think of it as light. Not light like, oh, cut on the, cut on the consciousness, right? Cut on the consciousness. <laughs> or cut on the consciousness like that. Cut it on and all. I don't mean that light like that. I just mean that light itself is invisible. Until it hits something like sunlight, it's invisible. When you walk out in your yard, you don't look around and go, wow, look at this sunlight. You walk around, you say, look at the bushes, the trees, the birds, the squirrels, whatever. But how is it that you can see those birds and squirrels and trees and bushes? <clears throat> you can only see them through the light, but the light is invisible until it hits something. Once it hits something, it lights it up. Well, pretty much the same thing happens here. Because you'll notice that there's no consciousness prior to a body. And if you don't believe me, just check. What do you remember prior to that body? Right? What do you remember about what was going on prior to you being born? You remember anything at all? I don't. Remember absolutely nothing. So I don't need to read scripture to find out that there was nothing prior to consciousness. And it doesn't take a genius really to figure out that there's probably nothing on the other side of consciousness either. In other words, consciousness isn't arising. Comes and goes along with the body. So what if you were this consciousness? What if you were this consciousness instead of being that body? See, the consciousness is what lights this body up. It hits this body and it lights it up. There is a, there's some kind of co-arising thing going there. I don't have all the details on this. I just know what works and I know some about how things work. But, but all of that is, it's not like I really know something like I've, you know, got it in a, in a journal somewhere, it means that's the way I see it. Right now. <laughs> There's no, that's the way I saw it yesterday, so I know that's the way it is based on my memories. Mm -hmm. This is not based on memory, this is based on right now. So what if you had no memory? What if there was no memory over there? What would you find? Who would you be without memory? What would you be without memory? Memory is what? It's all those stories about you, isn't it? And when we say you, what are we talking about? We're talking about this, the, the unit and the character that's associated with this unit. <coughs> But that's like associating smoke with fire. There's a, there, there, there's a relationship, but it's not like the two are the same thing. 
Smoke arises from fire. Consciousness. This body and consciousness arise from that no-thingness that is there prior to any of this. What if you were the consciousness? If I were to look at the Fred life right now from consciousness, I'm going to do that with you because I can't not do it with you because that's the only way I can see it. <laughs> I can remember when I could see it otherwise, but I can't see it that way now. But I can, you know, there's still some, I mean, I, there's, a, there, there's a switch there and it's sort of been thrown and I'm not declaring it can't be thrown the other way. I'm just telling you that I can't imagine how that could happen. Not, not saying it can't happen, because, but, but I just I don't I just don't see how you could reverse this now. But the potential is still there. I just want to make that clear. I don't need to understand how it could happen in order for it to happen. I just know that it, the potential is always there. As long as there's a body, there's a potential for this thing unraveling. Now look at the Fred life as consciousness and not as the fredness, not as the conditioning here, then what I see is, well, I see that the first thing I see is that everything's all right. Because as consciousness, I don't have a center. See, when I'm pretending to be Fred, I've got a center. And, I, and, and from this center, I have a certain perspective and I understand how the world should be, right? Which is typically the way that I would like it to be. But that's from that little itty bitty 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 spark slice of character. That's from that perspective where I get when I'm looking through one of these bodies and I forget what it is that I am. But right now, I'm not forgetting what it is that I am. I'm looking through this body. I still get this body's perspective, but I don't, ex I don't believe that it's my perspective. <clears throat> it's a perspective. But I'm looking through your body, too. And that's another perspective. And from that body over there, I'm looking at this over here, and this is the same as that. And when I notice that there is just this, I see that all is well. When I start trying to live in the just this if it was something else, in the just this if, it, if, if this wasn't happening, the just this but for this, that's what isn't. There's not going to be any joy in that. Just not. Check it. I mean, that's the way you lived all your life. There are fleeting moments, right? There are these ups and downs. But by the time you've gotten here, you've pretty well figured that the downs outweigh the lows. That the life is terrific when it is. But that's very, but those moments are pretty fleeting. Most of the time, this moment is the springboard for the next moment. That's what we're looking for. The next moment's going to be the payoff moment. The next moment's going to be where it all comes together moment. But this moment, this kind of moment, kind of sucks while we're trying to get there. 
This is not the important moment, is it? No. The make-believe moment is the important moment, and I just can't quite get there. In that make-believe moment, I'm going to be enough. In that make-believe moment, I'm going to have enough. In that make-believe moment, everybody is going to respect me. Everybody is going to like me. Everybody's going to do what I want them to do just as I want them to do it. And everything that will be going on will be circling this, like, like Copernicus. And this is, the, this is the sun around which I believe, which all the universe revolves around. That would be the feeling. I guess in, in that day it was the, the they were they thought the the universe revolved around the earth or whatever. But you get my point. What if you were consciousness and not that body? What That body is an animated cadaver. What if you were the consciousness instead of the cadaver? What if you're the animation? What if you're what lights it up? If you're what lights that body up, can you find a problem? Check. Don't just sit there and listen to me. Check. Can you find a problem? Can you find anything that's broken or unfinished or missing if you are consciousness right now? If you were consciousness and this body just suddenly evaporated would that be a problem for you? I don't think so. Because it wouldn't be you that evaporated. <laughs> and I know that each one of these units, units is precious and valuable, but just notice that you're, I notice that there are more units coming into this world. They're coming into this world faster than they're leaving it. So you've got plenty of units to go, right? So you've got 7.5 billion units right now. It'll be 8 billion in no time. And uh, so we're just growing faster than we can, than we're dying, right? These units are. If you were consciousness, how much money would you need right now? Now, if you want to be, if you want to maintain a sense of being, then you need to feed that unit. You need to clothe that unit. That unit's going to want some company. They're actually pretty high maintenance, right? I mean, you got you got They don't want to just eat just anything, and they they don't want to wear just any old clothes. They want to wear some special clothes so they can feel special. They're quite high maintenance. But if you were consciousness, how much would all of that really matter? Which is not to deny your experience in the world. I still buy clothes. I like to buy special kinds of clothes. See, this is like a guru shirt. See that? With the banded collar. 
Betsy tried to get me to wear these things for years, and I wouldn't wear them until I got online as a as a teacher. Then I went, "You, I should be wearing gift banded shirts, right?" See, it's it's just part of the presentation. So now this unit wears banded shirts. Does it make any difference? Absolutely not. But it's it's just a thing. And in the winter, I do still wear flannel. <laughs> My vanity does not outweigh utility in the winter. And it actually does it in the summer because I hate short sleeve shirts. I just don't think a man looks dressed if he's wearing a short sleeve shirt. So I'm wearing a long sleeve shirt. That's what this unit chooses. I'm, I've got no reason not to, to, to help it along. But if it's forced to wear short sleeves, I think I'll survive as consciousness. If it's If it's forced to eat peanut butter and jelly the rest of its life, it may not be its druthers, but it could be worse, and it would live. The psychology would just be lighting up on fire with aggravation. The psychology is just not ever fixable. You can't please psychology, the psychology of it. You can't do it. You can do it, and then as soon as they get it, and they're very, very pleased until they've got it in their hand, and then it's just wasn't what they needed. What they need is that, right? I thought this would do it, but now see it won't do it. Now I can see why it won't do it, because that will do it, and I don't have that. So I will be okay once I get that. What if you were consciousness instead? What if, if you were consciousness, how would you say that life is going over there? If I look at the Fred life as consciousness, I can tell you it looks to me like it's doing splendidly. Right? I cannot find a problem in its life. I notice it's getting older. That's not a problem. I can notice that it's, that it, that, that the, the length of its life to go is not nearly so long as the length of life that's been lived. Not a problem. I don't care. I mean, I'm not looking, I'm not rushing to have this unit die, but time is time. Goes, it goes. But it can't, but I can't go anywhere. So I'm not worried about me going anywhere. I'm going to lose this channel. Okay. i lose this channel. That leaves me with seven and a half billion. Imagine you've got cable TV with seven and a half billion channels. <laughs> but ESPN has gone out. I mean, are you going to miss it? Seven and a half billion channels? I don't think so. It's only when we believe that we're these bodies, that's where the that's where the trouble starts, is when we believe that we're these bodies. Or we believe that we are these thoughts, even more subtle. Most of us believe that we are bodies, these bodies and these thoughts. When I'm talking to you, don't forget that I'm talking to consciousness. 
I'm not talking to that person over there. I, 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 I can't, because there is no person over there. Within relativity, okay, there's an experience of personhood. But there's nobody over there. There really is not. There's no one here. This is just happening. It's just part of this huge choiceless happening. I don't want to say that the relativity has no influence on the choiceless happening, but all of that, too, is part of the choiceless happening. Right? All of that's incorporated in it. You can't outthink this thing. You just can't do it. You can't figure it out. You can't get it in your head because the one that's trying to get it in their head, in truth, does not exist. But it feels like you exist. There's an experience of it. I notice it's quite delightful. I am having a blast. Betsy's having a blast. Really. I mean, we just got it going on over here. Because we know who we are. And we realize that we're working through these bodies and we're having a big lark. And that we've been very fortunate. These bodies have found each other and bam. Right? What was it Christ said? Whenever two or more of you come together in my name? Well, it's much like that. Awakeness has met awakeness in a very full frontal way. What Nizhigadatta used to say is that you're all front and no back. I get that. Well, I don't have any big tricks for you today, any big wow. I just would like you to, to try that out for a while. What if you were going around the rest of the day just trying whenever you could to just pretend that you're consciousness? And if you were consciousness, how would things look? Well, I don't think things would look just like this, but there wouldn't be any story attached to them. How would that be? It'd be so simple, wouldn't it? There'd be no what isn't in play at all. There never is any what isn't in play. That's all imagination. I'm not suggesting that you do this as a practice so that later you will come to see. <laughs> I'm suggesting that you do this as an exercise right now. If it feels like doing it tomorrow, do it tomorrow. And if it feels like doing it five times a day, do it five times a day. If you can do it all day, every day, do it all day, every day. Just until, because what happens is, I can tell you that in uh, awakening sessions, that were way that I used to do them, that there's a process that I take people through, and almost everybody that did it would go, oh, no, I wouldn't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that, or something like that. A lot of people would. And I'd say, well, that's okay. Just pretend that you can do that. And they would say, oh, okay. <laughs> And when where they would pretend to look through the Fred unit or their unit, then they would get the shift. You can if you if you're interested in that, you can go watch the video Standing as Awareness. It's the first video that I well, it's the first that I cut from after the book of undoing. Pretty good. It still works. It still works here. did it just the other day. <laughs> It'll shift me deeper every single time. It will you too. Because we're the same thing. We're consciousness. There's no really no we. There's just I. But it feels like a we. There's an experience of a we. 
give it a shot. See you later. Bye-bye.